to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. Coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Greetings my fellow podcast listeners, I'm Ryan the Area Man and this is the Think Tank Podcast. Today's episode, everybody's heard about WikiLeaks, everybody's probably heard about the CIA leaks, and everybody's heard about the Hillary Clinton leaks. Well, we, uh, we're covering Hillary Clinton, CIA, and uh, some of these leaks that have come out. We're going to hit some of the big bullet points, some of the shit you should know if you feel like, oh, I heard about it, but... Uh, I just don't have time to go to WikiLeaks and dig through the the hundreds of thousands of emails and, and documents that have uh, been released there. Uh, we're we're going to go ahead and cover those uh, bullet points for you today, so you'll have your uh, all the all the main information you need. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna focus on some of the bigger stuff today, so you can uh, you can know what's in all these WikiLeaks. Um, we were vindicated. All this shit we've been talking about and saying and speculating on, yeah, it's all true. And uh, we get to we get to have proof of that today. Um, real quick though, um, you do shopping online, right? Of course you do. Everybody does at this point. If you don't, then you probably still write checks for everything. You don't have a debit card, and uh, yeah, you're one of those assholes. Well, if you are one of those assholes, then get with the times. You got to do some uh, shopping online. Um, but how, you ask how you're going to do that? Oh, let me tell you. You're going to go to theareaman.com. You're going to click the sponsor tab. Then you're going to click the Amazon banners right at the top of that page. And then it's going to take you directly to Amazon. Amazon has anything and everything you could possibly imagine. I would say just about sure there's something out there you can't buy from Amazon, but just about anything you will need in your everyday life for your entertainment or uh, basic survival, you can get at Amazon. So, <clears throat> do that. Um, oh, after you click the Amazon banner, go ahead and bookmark it. Once you get to Amazon there, then bookmark that. And you'll never have to go through those steps again. Just always go to that bookmark. And uh, anyways, you can buy whatever you're going to buy. Uh, it costs you nothing extra. Amazon kicks us, the podcast, back a small percentage for sending you there and as a thanks. And uh, it's a win for you, it's a win for them, and it's a win for us. You can't beat it. Go do it. Uh, 
Also, everybody's got a beard these days, even women. I've, I've seen lots of women with beards. Um, and dudes, dudes are, are growing the hell out of some beards. I, myself, have a beard. Uh, everybody has a beard. And uh, so what you should do is go to phoenixbeardoils.com, find out why you should purchase a beard oil. Uh, it's, it's all there on the website. It tells you why you should use this stuff. It, it, uh, there's a bunch of different fragrances you can get. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's neat. I use this stuff and, uh, you should too. So once you've gone there and decided on an aroma or two, or if you're like, I can't decide they all sound amazing, get the sampler pack. And, um, yeah, during checkout under the promo code D2R. And you're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's savings, people. Come on. You can't, you can't beat it. Oh, but wait a minute. There's more. They're going to throw in a free sample as well by entering that promo code. You'll get the free sample. You don't enter the promo code. You don't get 10% off. You don't get a promo code. So why would you not enter the promo code? Exactly. My thoughts exactly. So let's get into this episode and find out... Uh, What's in the WikiLeaks? Enjoy. You were a problem child. Been grounded your whole life, so now you run wild. Playing with them good girls, all that ain't just now. You think you're hot shit, and you I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the yeah, you're still looking hella fun. Like a villain, like Bob Dylan, like Bob Dylan, and the Millie Vanilli Boys. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Blame it on the rain. Oh yeah, blame it on the rain too. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of fucking. Well, they're kind of a one-hit wonder, but they had like multiples. They had a couple. Did hits. they have that girl? You know it's true song. I didn't think sure. that was them. You don't think that was them? I thought that was like in soccer, backdoor boy, no. 90s dick suckers. Girl, you know it's true, Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. We just do. You know, she's blaming on the rain. I'm gonna miss you. Don't forget my. Don't forget my. Not remember that one. Was that that ba 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 baby? Don't forget my, my number. number. Yeah, I remember yeah. that song. That was like their three hits. So they can't. I mean, I guess they were a one-hit wonder, but they're more like a three-hit wonder because all those songs were on the same CD, and they didn't sing any of them. Were they even a hit then? Well, because they didn't sing them. All they did was lip sync. They lip sync them, yeah. But was it actually them that was singing them originally then? No, no. They had somebody else that recorded Oh, is that what it was? They were just the fucking face and the ones that performed lip syncing on concerts and shit and music video. So, how did it break that they were lip syncing? Do you remember? No. I don't know what happened. This isn't what the think time's about today, everybody. Just in case you're like, 
Well, the title didn't say anything about <laughs> Billy Vanilli and Ramirez. I just brought it up. I don't even know. Yeah, we were chilling like Bob Dylan. I was just making up a joke. Yeah. But I am curious now. How how did that all come about? It, it was like one of those like pre TMZ TMZ things oh. that I think something came out that they weren't the ones fucking singing and mm. uh, I was like, I don't know. Maybe somebody, maybe one of the actual guys that was singing came out and said that ain't even them singing. That's me. Maybe. Or something. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to have to look into it after we get out of the studio today. Yeah. I don't want to take There was something. Something came out, though. I remember hearing about it. Like VHN, VH1 did a fucking thing on it or whatever. Anyways, so today, we're going to... see. Everybody knows WikiLeaks, right? Yeah. We're yeah. fans of WikiLeaks around mm-hmm. here. Right, Dave? Yeah. Of course. Well, they recently had a... Uh, you know, we've had all the emails from Hillary's, uh, John Podesta and all that. We've, yeah. we've covered the uh, alien ones, you know, a long time ago when Joy was here. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff. Um, well, they recently <clears throat> somehow got a bunch of shit from the CIA. Oh, nice. Hacked into the CIA. And uh, the Anonymous... We've done a thing on Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have compiled the 100 most damaging WikiLeaks who haven't been paying attention uh, on the CIA. The, the stuff that's been, like, specifically that was hacked. That, so this, I don't know if the CIA was hacked or someone inside the CIA just had a bunch of shit and right. said, here you go, like, classified shit that's not supposed to be known to us common folk. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, we're going to go through them because I think a lot of people like to pretend like WikiLeaks doesn't exist or ignore them. All right? So on March 7th, which was a while ago at this point, so by the time you're hearing this, more probably has come out. Uh, March 7th, WikiLeaks dropped a gigantic bombshell of revelations in regards to the abilities and unethical approaches of the CIA. They claim that is only 1% of what they will be leaking. So like I said, by the time you're hearing this, a lot more shit should be out. But so far, of the 1%, these are the 100 most... Damaging WikiLeaks. Basically, the hundred most crazy things out of that one percent. So this is only going to get crazier and worse. Right. World's about to be turned upside down, Dave. Number one. Sorry for the burp. Obama lied. He knew about Hillary's secret server and wrote to her using a pseudonym. Cover up happened. Intent to destroy evidence. Now it has the things that link right to all of these claims. Yeah. Okay, and then it has some of the uh, back and forth things. These are, uh, let's see, how do we go about doing this? These are quotes. I believe these are from, I don't know, let's just read them. Okay. Jen, you probably, this is a quote, by the way. Jen, you probably have more on this, but it looks like POTUS just said he found out HRC, Hillary Rodham Clinton, was using her personal email when he saw it in the news. We need to clean this up. He has emails from her. They do not say state.gov. So this is somebody trying to cover for yeah, uh, Obama, Obama at the time. Yeah. Uh, somebody responded, how is that not classified? This was, that was uh, Huma. Huma Abedin, who was married to that Anthony Weiner, mm-hmm. who has now like I've been arrested for the sending his cock to a 15-year-old and yeah. all that shit, okay? Yeah. How is that not classified? End quote. Huma Abedin to FBI when shown email between Clinton and Obama using his pseudonym. 
Abedin then expressed her amazement at the president's use of a pseudonym and asked if she could have a copy of that email. Uh, another thing, I cannot, this is all under the Obama thing. Mm-hmm. I cannot state how huge this is. It's a cover-up involving the president of the United States. There are a lot of emails implying this, but this email states it very clearly so anyone can understand. The email proves obstruction of justice and shows how they lied to the FBI and likely perjury of Congress. This at the very least proves intent by her chief of staff. Obama used executive privilege in their correspondence. Cheryl Mills, who was given immunity, states they need to clean up the Clinton-slash-Obama emails because they lacked state.gov. So everything they do while they're in their roles mm-hmm. have to have a state.gov as email the address, email yeah. address. Mm-hmm. These were all ones not through Gmail, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, Obama on video publicly denied knowing about the server. He also claimed on video, which there's links to both to these videos, mm-hmm. uh, that he learned about the secret server through the news like everyone else. The corruption goes all the way to the top Obama's line to the American public. Hillary Clinton set up her private server to hide her pay-to-play deals discovered throughout these leaks and to prevent Freedom of Information Act requests. It's exactly what everybody was saying, but of course yep. they deny. Yep. Uh, what did they say in that movie that Dinesh D'Souza put out? Deny, deny, deny. deny, deny. deny. Yeah, there you go. Paul Combetta was hired to modify the email headers that referred to a very, very VIP individual, i.e. change the name of who it was from. If you... Uh, if you read Stone Tear slash Combetta story, it's a link to something. That's probably the story. Uh, yeah, uh, from Daily Caller. It's easy to see this is exactly what he was attempting. He wanted to change header information on already sent mail to show state.gov instead of Hillary's private email address. Multiple people informed him of the infeasibility and illeg- illegality of it. So somewhere in the next six days, it was decided that simply eradicating them was the only option left, which is why they deleted everything. Mm-hmm. So they want to fuck with everything, which is illegal, especially when you're dealing with what their positions. Right. And it's impossible to do. Mm-hmm. So they just decided to fucking purge it. The FBI said they could find no intent to break the law. Therefore, no recommendation of prosecution. This email proves in plain language that there was intention and knowingly broke the law. So the emails, or the email, the FBI completely fucking discredited or bought off. At least the main guy that made that final decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everything that the Trump campaign and all them were claiming, true. What's true? All true. Uh, ask yourselves, why would they both be communicating on a secret server to each other? Why not through normal proper channels? What were they hiding? And we may soon find out. Mm-hmm. Number two, Hillary Clinton dreams of completely open borders. That's a link to that particular one on WikiLeaks. My dream is a... So basically these bullet points that we're reading from each one are, without having to go and read the fucking email... This is the important This is the bullet points of it. My dream is a hemispheric common market with open trade and open borders. Quote, uh, this was stated at one of her $225,000 paid secret speeches to Wall Street that she has tried desperately to hide. This email contains those speeches in those attachments. Uh, border protection is important, and borders add safety and sovereignty to a country. Borders help prevent illegal immigration, which limits crime, drugs, humans, slash sex trafficking across the border and allows more Americans, including African Americans and Latinos, to get jobs. It also costs the working class an exorbitant amount of money and higher taxes and leads to higher national debt. Mexico protects their southern border with the help of $75 million from Obama. During the third debate, Hillary tried to pivot away from this damning topic by stating she only meant energy, 
Read the quote for yourself. Energy is just one aspect of her open borders policy. Mm-hmm. Number three, Hillary Clinton received money from and supported nations that she knew funded ISIS and terrorists. Links to these emails. Here's the bullet points. Quote, the governments of Qatar and Saudi Arabia, which are providing clandestine financial and logistic support to ISIL, which is also ISIS, and other radical Sunni groups in the region. Quote, Clinton should know better than to raise money from folks whose primary concern has been supporting the NIAC, a notorious supporter of the radical Islamic mullahs. The Clintons have thrown principle out the window in exchange for cold hard cash, putting money ahead of principle. Hillary's chief of staff admits in the second link that foreign interests sway Hillary to do what they want what they want her to do, sorry, money for mandatory appearances. She also admits that the friend of Hillary list is available and rentable to people who want to influence, but that is not that that is but that it's too sensitive to talk in email. Friend of Hillary list. I wanna be on that list. No you don't. <laughs> this leak shows Hillary knows Saudis and Qatar are funding ISIS, which is an enemy of the state. After knowing this, Hillary accepted tens of millions in donations from these terrorist-funding governments. Of course, they are getting something back in return. She also supported arm, arms deals to them. That's awesome. Saudi Arabia and Qatar commit horrible acts under sh- Sharia law, including throwing gay people off of buildings, persecuting Christians, Jews, and atheists, and making it legal to rape and beat women. They are the leading funders of Hillary and her campaign through the Clinton Foundation. That's crazy. Great. That's what we want, right? Absolutely. So all you fucking homos and all out there that are so against Trump, this is the cunt you fucking voted for. Because mm-hmm. you're so against a guy who's never done anything against you. And the Clintons aren't, aren't crooks. Everyone said the Clintons aren't crooks. Yeah. She didn't get arrested, so she's not a crook. Fucking bullshit. Well, now we have all the proof we need. Because mm-hmm. now your fucking CIA has been hacked. They covered up for all this shit. All right, Hillary, number four. Hillary has public positions on policy and her private ones. Uh, has a link to it. Bullet points. But if everybody watching you know all of the backroom discussions and the deals you know, then people get a little nervous, to say the least. So you need both a public and a private position. This leak is a big one because anything she tells us that she will do can and should be considered questionable. Whenever Hillary tells the public a position, a goal, or what she will do for America, there's no way we can be sure she if she has an, an opposite private position. This was one of her private paid $225,000 speeches to Wall Street. Behind closed doors, she is telling her Wall Street donors one thing and the American people another thing. Think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. Number five, paying people to incite violence and unrest at Trump rallies. We've talked about this We've before. We've talked about this, and oh, where's the proof? How do you have proof of that? Well, here you go. All right. Here's the bullet points. Quote, engage immigrant rights organizations. Dreamers, dream in capital letters, ERS have been bird-dogging Republican presidential candidates on DACA slash DAPA, but they've learned to respond. There's an opportunity to bird-dog and record questions about Trump's comments and connect it to the policy. It doesn't matter what the friggin' legal and ethics people say, we need to win this motherfucker. These are quotes from the fucking emails, okay? That I'm reading here. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, honestly, it is not hard to get some of these assholes to pop off. It's a matter of showing up to want to get into the rally in a Planned Parenthood t-shirt. Or Trump is a Nazi, you know. Uh, you can message to draw them out and draw them to punch you. I want, it says here, this video is proof. Watch it. I kind of want to watch that video. Okay. Well, let's do it. 
about 16 minutes. It doesn't matter what the freaking legal and ethics people say. We're, we need to win this motherfucker. Hillary, like, is aware of all the work that you guys do, I hope. The campaign is fully in And then they tell Hillary, like, what's going on. Well, I mean, Hillary knows through chain of command. Yeah. I'm not suggesting we wait around. We need to start this shit right away. Okay. On every one of these fronts. Okay. Well, I call this conflict engagement. <laughs> That's, that's, your, that's your version of re-enfranchisement. Conflict engagement in the lines at Trump rallies. We're starting anarchy here. This is part one of our undercover investigation into the dark, backroom dealings of the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. The culmination of a year-long investigation infiltrating the machine from the bottom all the way to the White House. There are concerns this election will be rigged. What you're about to see will make you uncomfortable and angry. It's graphic, uncensored, and disturbing. Our attorneys say there is strong evidence of criminality. And this is just part one. This is Project Veritas. You want to go look it up? Oh, yeah. So I'm basically deputy rapid response director for the DNC for all things Trump on the ground. Nobody's really supposed to know about me. <laughs> no, I'm saying, we have mentally ill people mm. who we pay to do shit. Make no mistake. This guy Cesar Vargas. Is his name. I got a priest to cry on camera once. You know, Brad, Bob, and Lux, and myself are all part of the old school method where it doesn't matter what the freaking legal and ethics people say. We need to win this motherfucker. Um, so Bob is really friends with him and talked to him this afternoon. And they are all in. If we can get 25 grand, they're all in. There is a narrative that supporters at Trump rallies are violent and dangerous, looking to beat up protesters who don't agree with them. But our undercover investigation into the Hillary Clinton Democratic Party machine reveals a very different story. If you're there and you're protesting and you do these actions, mm -hmm. you will be attacked at Trump rallies. That's what we know. Oh, so oh, oh, so that's part of the process that's, of, get, of eliciting the reaction. The whole point okay. of it is we know that Trump's people will, will freak the fuck out, the security team will freak out, and his supporters will lose their shit. This is Scott Fovel. He's the National Field Director for Americans United for Change. He used to work for People for the American Way, an organization funded by George Soros. He also that has a son of a bitch. called the Fovel Group. He is one of the dark operatives for the Clinton campaign. We are contracted directly with the DNC and the campaign. Both. Yeah. I am contracted to him, mm -hmm. but my, I answer to the head of special events for the DNC mm -hmm. and the head of the special events and political for the campaign. The campaign pays DNC, DNC pays Democracy Partners, Democracy Partners pays the Fogel Group, the Fogel Group goes and executes the shit on the ground. Democracy Partners is a private political consulting company with deep ties to Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama's White House, and the Democratic National Committee. We are the primary mechanism as a team. Democracy Partners is the, the tip of the spear up. Wherever Trump and Pence are going to be, we have a bench. Okay. And we have a whole team across the country that does that. Both consultants and people from the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party apparatus and people from the uh, campaign, the Clinton campaign. Um, and uh, you know, my role with the campaign is to manage all that. 
Bob Creamer is Democracy Partners. He is the husband of Jan Schakowsky, a Democratic Congresswoman from Chicago. And in 2005, he pled guilty to tax violations and bank fraud. He was convicted and sentenced to five months in prison and 11 months of house arrest. He founded Democracy Partners in 2011. Just for a little orientation, um, Democracy Partners is kind of a group practice of a variety of consultants that um, do essentially a wide variety of different kinds of political consultants. Probably enough. I Bob Kramer, one to one. Yeah, so like I said, if you want to look this up, go to uh, go to YouTube and put in Project Veritas rigging the election. I think you'll get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's that's proof right there, you know. So that's that. I mean, we clicked the the video on this, and so all this shit's backed up. It's not like this shit's just made up. Made These up. are people within mm-hmm. the system that said the quotes that I just read. Like, you mm-hmm. heard it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to say it. Uh, and, and all this shit, so anybody that doubts WikiLeaks... Uh, show me any other news organization that uh, puts out information that hasn't been sued because what they said or reported on was a lie. Was lie right. uh, WikiLeaks has been sued and never lost a case. One every one you could only win them if, if you're factual. If you're factual. Yep. Okay, so anybody that wants to argue with WikiLeaks, I'll take it on any day of the fucking week. All right, let's continue with these bullet points. Bird dogging is a term coined by high-level Clinton staffers who openly talk about it in the video. They boast about inciting violence at Trump rallies, paying for every protest, manipulating Americans through the media to think that Trump is dangerous, and tricking people into thinking Trump supporters are violent and bad. They laugh about paying off mentally ill and homeless people for years to incite violence against conservatives. Truly despicable, and they pretend to be Bernie supporters while they were protesting. Something I said early on. Mm-hmm. They admit to starting the Chicago riot where police were seriously hurt and admit to shutting down the freeway in Arizona, partnering with Black Lives Matter. We even have proof that Hillary paid people to shut down the Chicago rally. Inciting a riot is illegal under 18 U.S. Code 2102. They also think 50% of the people in Iowa and Wisconsin are racist, as they state in the video, which we didn't watch the whole thing, but I'm right. sure we would have got there. Robbie Mook. Clinton campaign manager mentions the priority super PAC in a leak, which is implicated in the video. Bob Creamer, who was fired, claims in the video that the campaign knew about everything. Bob Creamer visited the White House 340 times and personally met with Obama 45 times. Jesus. Number six, Hillary's campaign wants unaware and compliant citizens. So if you voted for Hillary, you are an unaware and compliant citizen. That is what she thinks about you. Mm-hmm. Here's your bullet points. Quote, and as I've mentioned, we, we've all been quite content to demean government, drop civics, and in general conspire to produce an unaware and compliant citizenry. The unawareness remains strong, but compliance is obviously fading rapidly. This problem demands some serious, serious thinking, and not just poll-driven, demographically inspired messaging. The Clinton campaign is literally conspiring to keep the population unaware of what is going on, and they admitted it in this email. Very scary 1984-level thinking. Groupthink. If Hillary is the right choice for president and the truth is on her side, they should encourage their supporters to be aware and do research on both candidates. And there's a video that links to that, which we won't watch. People can do this on their own. Go to fucking Anonymous and look up the Hunter WikiLeaks dumps. Uh, number seven, top Hillary aides mock Catholics for their faith. So you're Catholic and you voted for Hillary. Way to go. Now you're about to be fucking pissed. Pissed. <laughs> uh 
To be Catholic is, quote, an amazing bastardization of the faith. They must be attracted to the systematic thought and severe, severely backwards gender relations. Quote, no one knows what the hell they're talking about. Quote, there needs to be a Catholic spring in which Catholics themselves demand the end of Middle Ages dictatorship. Top Clinton aides, John Halpin and Jennifer Palmieri, mock Catholics for their faith. They complain about the large number of Catholics in prominent positions. This was one of the few emails to actually make it to the mainstream media on Fox, and Palmieri, when confronted about this revelation, didn't apologize. Hmm. Brian Birch, CatholicVote.org president, released a statement proclaiming Hillary Clinton has already called half of her opponent's supporters a basket of deplorables and irredeemable, and now it comes out that her campaign spokeswoman dismissively questioned the sincerity of Catholic Americans' faith. Had Palmieri spoke this way about other groups, she would be dismissed. Palmieri must resign immediately or be fired. This revelation was brought up at the Al Smith Dinner for Catholics. So, did I not already say that, I mean... That's so fucking irritating. Mm -hmm. All this shit that was made... Uh, claimed early on that, yeah. that all these motherfuckers wanted to deny and act like didn't exist. It's all here. It's all true. Mm -hmm. All of it. Every single fucking piece. Number eight. Hillary deleted her incriminating emails. State covered it up. Asked about using White House executive privilege to hide from Congress. Do you realize what we're talking about here? Mm -hmm. Th this shit. She. This bitch ought to be in fucking death row. She should have been For the shot. crazy she shit didn't. that she's done. Like, anybody else in, in like, Russian shit, like, they would have hung this cunt. Oh, yeah. For what she's yep. done or doing. All right, here's your bullet points for this one. Uh, and keep in mind, all these fucking things, they all have links to exactly where you need to go to read it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, here's bullet points. Quote, they do not plan to release anything publicly, so no posting online or anything public-facing just to the committee. Quote, that, of course, includes the email Sid turned over at that HRC didn't, which will make clear to them that she didn't have them in the first place, deleted them, or didn't turn them over. It also includes emails that HRC had that Sid didn't. Quote, we think, or think we should hold emails to and from POTUS, that's President of the United States, mm -hmm. that's the heart of this ex exec privilege. We could get them to ask for that. They may not care, but it I seems like they will. I think she meant it seems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quote, we brought up the existence of emails and research this summer, but we're told that everything was taken care of. Quote, that, of course, includes the email sent turnover that HRC didn't, which will make clear to them that she didn't have them first way to deliver them or didn't turn them over. The State Department was, one, coordinating with the Clinton political campaign, two, colluding with the press to spin it positively, and three, doing so before they released it to an equal branch of government. The Clinton campaign was always a step ahead of the committee investigating them. Shameful. Nick states just spoke to state... End quote. He goes on to reveal that state colluded with him about which emails are being revealed to committee and that the state plans to plant a story with Associated Press. Shows intent to withhold emails from the subpoena. Number nine. Bribery. King of Morocco gave Clinton Foundation $12 million for a meeting with Hillary. Six months later, Morocco gets weapons. Bullet points. If you want them. Maybe this one's not that important. No, it's important. I think important. they're all important. It's important for sure. Quote, condition upon which the Moroccans agreed to host the meeting was her participation. If HRC was not part of it, meeting was a non-starter. CGI also wasn't pushing for a meeting in Morocco, and it wasn't their first choice. This was HRC's idea. Our office approached the Moroccans, and they 100% believe they are doing 
this at her request. The king has personally committed approximately $12 million both for the endowment and to support the meeting. Quote, she created this mess and she knows it. HRC said she's still considering. This is after her candidacy, candidacy announcement. Uh, very important email in that it demonstrates Hillary's poor judgment, which was her idea, in the face of influence money and foreshadows how a Clinton administration would be indebted to bad actors and criminal regimes. The, quote, same issues we discussed, end quote, mentioned by Robbie Mook in this email is a veiled reference to Morocco's human rights abuses. Her campaign staff is rightly concerned about the optics of the Clinton Foundation slash Clinton Global Initiative, accepting huge sums of money from a regime that is so frequently that so frequently violates international law and acts in a way that you'd expect the Clinton Foundation to publicly rebuke. It seems $12 million is just too much money to allow morals, ethics, and the best interests and values of American citizens to intervene. The Intercept explores how Morocco is exploiting Hillary's weakness for huge donations and her desire to be president to support their own geopolitical interests. Number 10, spirit cooking. This is the, uh, it gives a warning, satanic slash extremely graphic. So this is kind of in line with the whole, uh, the spirit cooking is, I don't know if it's going to mention it here, but it goes part and part with that Pizzagate. Mm, weird shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I imagine we'll get to that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so spirit cooking. This is uh, wildly graphic, so if you've, you've had enough, too bad, keep listening. Mm-hmm. All right, bullet points. I am so looking forward to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Do you think you will be able to let me know if your brother is joining? End quote. Here's another quote. Are you in New York City Thursday, July 9th? Marina wants you to come to dinner. Mary? Question mark. End quote. Here's another quote. Dear John, I am sorry, but I will not be able to make it since I am in Australia for two big projects and will be back on July 6th. I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to dinner on July 9th at my place together with Tony, whom I already invited. All right, so there's your back and forth. Spirit cooking. The email is from Marina Abramovich and John Podesta's brother, Tony, asking John to come to the spirit cooking dinner. It is safe to assume that John knows who Marina Abramovich is, as his brother refers to only her first name. Uh, John also invited Marina Abramovich to Hillary's campaign lunch. Here's where it gets graphic. Marina Abramovich has a webpage that shows the graphical book she created, which goes over what spirit cooking is. And here is a video on what spirit cooking actually is. Not for the faint of heart, satanic slash occult. Hillary's team, potential future leaders of our country, are into some really messed up stuff. We're going to go ahead and click on that one. <laughs> and, uh, this, I mean, we won't watch the whole thing, but let's just see. What, 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 Guys from 1997. Have you ever heard or seen any of this? Mm-mm. So... That they're they're pouring like what? Okay. Mix fresh breast breast milk with this nonsense. She's she's painting in blood on this wall. Mix fresh breast milk with fresh sperm. Milk. Yeah, she was doing milk. What's it say, Dave? Drink on earthquake, something. Let's see here. So she's painting on the wall the what spirit cooking is basically. In in blood. Yeah. 
And they like it's like a documentary they did for this or whatever, but like so this Marina Abramovich chick is like one of these um, you know who's the magician that goes and puts himself in like weird situations in public for like Chris Angel ten days at a time or whatever. Yeah, Chris right. Angel. She does this kind of shit. But like weird shit like this, like occult Satan alright, what's that say? With a sharp knife cut lead. Cut deeply into the middle finger of your left hand. Eat the pain. Okay. So she's painted that on a wall. It's like a little voodoo doll in the corner. Yeah. I mean, she's got it already written down on a piece of paper. Why can't she just read it out of there? Yeah. Well, this is like a documentary they did for probably for like... All right, fresh morning urine, sprinkle over nightmare dreams. Oh, shit. I fucked it up. All yeah, right. you did. Anyways, if you want... Okay, so there's obviously some weird shit with the spirit cooking. Mm-hmm. You, you want to look this up on YouTube? Put in... Instead of trying to spell the last name, just put in Marina Spirit Cooking. I guarantee you it'll pop up. Yeah. Okay. So there's two for further investigation. Next bullet point under this one. Note, they will try to claim it is just art, but that the invention for spirit cooking dinner... Invitation. Oh, the, yeah, did I say invention? Yeah. The invitation for spirit cooking dinner would seem out of place. Additionally, she also had a Reddit AMA, which is Ask Me Anything, where she states, quote, If you are doing the occult magic in the context of art or in a gallery, then it is the art. If you are doing it in different contexts, in spiritual circles or private house or on TV shows, it is not art. Abramovich's Twitter username is AbramovichM666 as well. Interesting. There are photos of her cradling a decapitated goat head, and that is on the tame side considering her other actions. At a Hillary concert, Jay-Z, a Hillary endorser, has been photographed with the spirit cooker herself, who appears to be motivating him before the concert. There's a link to that photograph. Um, here is Lady Gaga, also a Hillary endorser, is an extremely graphic photo with Abramovich participating in a spirit cooking dinner. There's a link to that. Did you click on the Jay-Z one or no? We can. So there's... All right, so this... You can get an idea on this picture. Is there's a human laying in a casket-looking thing of blood. Lady Gaga, it looks like... So what, what it is is you can see this bitch here. She's got a spoon. She's wiping up the blood, and she's going to eat it. Lady Gaga's just taking a spoonful of it. Okay? And this is some fucked-up shit. All right. That one didn't look graphic. Here's this Abramovich. So the lady in this one here, that's her. Yeah. And she's got her... She's head-to-head with Jay-Z. The caption says, Jay-Z is doing a performance for Hillary Tonight in Ohio, and here he is pictured with Miss Spirit Cooking herself, Marina Abramovich. Abramovich, yeah. Okay. It's graphic because it's a fucking naked person. That's a chick. Well, you see her nipples. Oh, no, I see him. Yeah, it's, I it's a naked chick in a casket of blood. Yeah, I guess. All right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> all right. So there's links to all these things. Is Hillary involved with these satanic rituals? All we know is that in recent release State Department emails, Hillary asked if Marina is coming to an event. The Clinton Foundation gave $10,000 to Marina Abramovich. 
According to CNN, Hillary has been written about participating participating in rituals to contact dead people such as Eleanor Roosevelt and Mahatma Gandhi. Bill Clinton's book describes how he and Hillary would partake in voodoo rituals in Haiti. Hillary's mentor is Saul Alinsky, who praises Lucifer, Lucifer in his book, for, book, Rules for Radicals. No concrete evidence, just circumstantial. John Podesta also has incredibly deranged artwork inside his house, as documented by the Washington Post. Once this spirit cooking story broke, it spread like wildfire over social media and the Washington Post, who has been proven in the leaks to be in Hillary's pocket, deleted the art. This sums up the this incredibly bizarre and disturbing story. This picture includes even more info. So this video, let's see what this video is. You can learn a lot if you just listen. Fucking goddamn ads. Would you want your ad? That's how I'm ready to start. Mm. Yeah, me neither. Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, John Podesta, attends weird occult dinner parties where blood, semen, and breast milk are used in ritualistic ceremonies. No, this isn't a fake news story. It's absolutely real. And there you were thinking Podesta's UFO obsession was his weirdest hobby. In an email dated June 28, 2015, performance artist Maria Abramovich wrote to Podesta's brother Tony and said, I'm so looking forward to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Do you think you will be able to let me know if your brother is joining? Tony Podesta then forwarded the email to John Podesta, asking him, Are you in NYC Thursday, July the 9th? Marina wants you to come to dinner. Here's Marina inviting Podesta directly. So what is spirit cooking? It's basically a Wiccan ceremony where blood is used to create some form of art as a sacrament to occult beliefs. This video shows Abramovich mixing together thickly congealed blood as the recipe for the painting, which is comprised of the words, with a sharp knife cut deeply into the middle finger of your left hand, eat the pain. Spirit cooking is also an occult practice used during sex cult rituals, as explained in the book Spirit Cooking with Essential Aphrodisiac Recipes. According to Maria Abramovich, if the ritual is performed in an art gallery, it's merely art. But if the ritual is performed privately, as it was with the Podestas, then it represents an intimate spiritual ceremony. Here's Abramovich posing with a goat's head dripping in blood, a representation of the occult symbol Baphomet, which is used by numerous secret societies like Freemasonry and the Knights Templar. Here she is at a spirit cooking event with Lady Gaga, eating something with a spoon that's smeared all over the body of a mock corpse. Here she is with a pentagram carved into her stomach. But townhall.com says that all this is perfectly normal and we just all need to calm down. So how is Hillary tied to all this insane weirdness? Well, for one, Podesta is her campaign chairman, and they move in the same circles. Maria Abramovich was invited to Hillary's campaign launch, and Hillary herself is also known to be into bizarre paranormal practices. Clinton used to hold seances in the White House to try and contact dead people like Eleanor Roosevelt and Mahatma Gandhi. Bill Clinton's book also talks about how him and Hillary used to participate in voodoo rituals in Haiti. Hillary's mentor is Saul Alinsky, who in his book Rules for Radicals hmm? praises Lucifer. Should like it really surprise us, mm-hmm. the FBI agents refer to Hillary Clinton as the Antichrist. How did the Clinton campaign respond to the spirit cooking scandal? They blamed Vladimir Putin. Yes, they actually blamed Vladimir Putin. 
What's Putin <laughs> laughing? Thought, that was weird enough. I haven't even talked about the accusations of child trafficking and pedophilia, which some claim is coded into the Podesta emails under the guise of types of food. Here's this your, is hmm. some serious Bohemian Grove, eyes wide shut, satanic style malarkey. Would you really want these kind of people? in control of the nuclear codes. So John Podesta, Hillary's top guy, likes to engage in occult rituals involving pig's blood, semen, and urine. While Donald Trump likes to eat ice cream. But according to the media, <laughs> who have refused to cover this story, Donald Trump is the weird, creepy, dangerous one. So Trump talked about pussy ten years ago, and that was a national scandal. <laughs> Clinton campaign insiders involved in satanic rituals as of last year. Meh, who cares? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> yeah, the way that that guy does his re- reports is... What was the picture, then? Well, so I'm going to click on next. So, the picture is... Uh, Alright, so... <sighs> He's got a bandaid on his left middle finger. He's got a scar on his pinky, right pinky with the fourteen, and on his left hand he's got a fish. Which a lot of people are questioning what that is. That has something to do with like pedophilia. Um, but see, it connects with, with a sharp knife cut deeply into the middle finger of your left hand. On his left hand, he's got a middle finger on a bandaid of it. Okay, spirit cooking painting in Podesta's office. There's this, so this basically just ties the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. So there's your spirit cooking picture. It's interesting. Well, this should exist, though, Dave. Yeah, I know. Number 11. Yeah, we're only to 11. Jesus. State Department tried to bribe FBI to unclassify Clinton emails. These are FBI docs. Uh, has your links. Here's the bullet points. This is uh, This was redacted, I guess. Quote, indicated he had been contacted by Kennedy, under Secretary of State, who had asked his assistance in altering the email's classification in exchange for a quid pro quo. Uh, also redacted, quote, believes State has an agenda which involves minimizing the classified nature of the Clinton emails in order to protect State interest and those of Clinton. Also redacted, quote, advised that in exchange for... Uh, so, when I say redacted, it's... A name mm-hmm. has been redacted, so you, mm-hmm. we can't tell who said, this. said these, right, right, but right. these are quotes. Um, advised that in exchange for making the email unclassified, state would reciprocate by allowing the FBI agents to place more agents in countries where they are presently forbidden. Uh, not only did the State Department, the Undersecretary himself, no less, make an attempt to bribe the FBI to declassify several emails from Hillary Clinton's private server, they did it by trying to tempt the FBI into allowing them to act in sovereign nations where they are presently not allowed to operate. This isn't a smoking gun. This is a smoking cannon. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how this does not bring the State Department into a screeching halt. This shows a cavalier attitude towards protecting our nation's secrets. These are the people Hillary will hire to help run the country, knowingly offer shady and illegal deals to cover up for their corruption. Number 12, Hillary caught on tape about rigging the Palestine election. There's audio. Uh, I do not think we should have pushed for an election. Oh, this was a quote. Uh, In the Palestinian territories, I think that was a big mistake, and if we were going to push for an election, then we should have made sure that we did something to determine who was going to win. 
According to an article by The Observer on September 5, 2006, Eli Chomsky was an editor and staff writer for the Jewish press, and Hillary Clinton was running for a shoe-in re-election as U.S. Senator. Her trip making the rounds of editorial boards brought her to Brooklyn to meet the editorial board of the Jewish press. The tape was never released and has only been heard by a small handful of Jewish press staffers in the room. According to Chomsky, his old-school audio cassette is the only existent copy and no one has heard it since 2006, until today when he played it for The Observer. The tape is 45 minutes and contains much that is no longer relevant. Chomsky recalls being taken aback that, quote, anyone could support the idea offered by a national political leader, no less, the U.S. should be in the business of fixing foreign elections, end quote. This is 100% proof that she is willing to debauch an electoral process. This also shows that she has what it takes to rig an election. Number 13, Latinos are needy. Latino outreach is Taco Bowl engagement. So every Mexican ought to be fucking wildly offended by this cunt. Yet you all voted for her. Quote, needy Latinos are one easy call. Quote, attaches a script for a new video we'd like to use to mop up some more Taco Bowl engagement and demonstrate that Trump actually isn't trying. According to Hillary and her campaign, whites are deplorables, blacks are super predators who need to be brought to heel, and Latinos are needy and the Taco Bowl engagement. Such a uniter she is. Mm-hmm. Number 14. Clinton campaign was in direct communication with Department of Justice regarding Hillary's uh, investigation. Quote, DOJ folks inform me. Uh, this report that Clinton's campaign... Uh, was in direct communication with the Obama Department of Justice on the email investigation shows a level of collusion which calls into question the entire investigation into her private server. On June 29th, head of the DOJ, Attorney General uh, Loretta Lynch, met with Bill Clinton on a private plane for 30 minutes. The meeting occurred hours before the House Select Committee on Benghazi released its final report to the public. Sneaking around doing an investigation with the husband of the one being investigated is highly unethical and downright shady. Mm -hmm. On October 28th, Attorney General Lynch declined to comply with Congress regarding the secret Iran ransom payments. The top law enforcement official of the United States Attorney General declines to cooperate with an investigation by Congress. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. Anybody that voted for this cunt because they didn't want Trump out of fucking just shoot themselves in the head. Because... as much uh, yes, you guys weren't informed about it, but you didn't do any research either. I'm sorry, you didn't, because mm-hmm. I've been saying a lot of this shit in quick uh, attempts over the years. Nobody yeah. fucking listens. Nobody gives a shit. But this is who you wanted over the guy you got. Number fifteen. Bill Clinton receives one million one million dollar birthday gift from ISIS funding Qatar, while Hillary was SOS. Qatar receives arms flow. Increases of 1,482%. Jesus. That's fucking insane. Here's your bullet points. Quote, would like to see WJC for five minutes in New York City. That's William Jefferson Clinton. Mm-hmm. To present $1 million check that Qatar promised for William Jefferson Clinton's birthday in 2011. That's another example of breaking the law. Also remember from Hillary, from, from earlier, Hillary knew that Qatar funds ISIS. Why is the country funding ISIS giving money to Bill and paying for Hillary's campaign? What are they getting in return? A shit ton of weapons. In accordance with the emoluments <laughs> clause of the U.S. Constitution, you may not accept anything of value from a foreign government unless specifically authorized by Congress. This rule applies whether you are on or off duty. Any unit of a foreign government, whether it is national, state, local, or municipal level, is covered. 
It also applies to gifts from international or multinational organizations comprised of government representatives. It also may apply to gifts of honoraria, travel, or per diem from foreign universities, which are often considered as part of the foreign government. Spouses and dependent children of federal employees are also banned from accepting gifts from foreign governments. So he shouldn't be able to get that, but yet no. he was able to. So, once again, because he accepted it, you go to prison. Mm-hmm. Just we did, Why have we not done this? Why, how, regardless of the position you're in, how are you untouchable? Right. Number 16, Hillary cheated in debates. DNC had Donna Brazil caught giving multiple debate questions to Hillary. Here's a bullet point. Quote, from time to time I get the question in advance. Here's one that worries me about Hillary Ron Clinton, the death penalty. That's what they were talking about, end quote. Mm-hmm. Another quote, I rarely hear it. I'll send a few more, though some questions Roland submitted. Another quote, one of the questions directed to HRC tomorrow is from a woman with a rash. Give her a little heads up, that who's going to be asking? Mm-hmm. Um, another quote, her family has lead poison and... Lead. Lead, sorry. <laughs> lead poison, and she will ask what, if anything, will Hillary do as a president to help the people of Flint? Helps when you know the questions beforehand. You can prep an answer. Uh, here is a video proof of the question Donna Brazil sent. In the video, you can see Hillary looking down at her script to answer the question. Notice how Hillary has an extremely detailed response citing a dozen different things. Yet another scripted Hillary moment, as you will see throughout these leaks. The question about the death penalty was asked almost verbatim by CNN the next night. Here is video evidence showing it. All this shit's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two clear instances of proof of Donna's, Donna Brazil giving debate questions to Hillary's team. She tried hard to defend herself the first time in a cringeworthy interview on, with Fox's Megyn Kelly. Donna dodged, pivoted, and av- avoided the accusations and claimed she was being persecuted for being asked about leaking the question to Hillary so she could cheat. I don't know if you've heard that, but it is fucking ridiculous watching this cunt a- avoid mm-hmm. answering the question. Mm-hmm. You have to. I won't play it because yeah. I can't stand this down in Brazil. You once you fucking hear her talk, you're like want to shoot yourself in the head. Uh, day before the second leak implicating Donna Brazil, she wrote on Twitter, "Please God, let this end soon." <laughs> Shortly after this revelation came out, Donna Brazil, awaiting her resignation, wrote this on Twitter: "Thank you, CNN. Honored to be a Democratic strategist and commentator on the network. Godspeed to all my former colleagues." CNN wrote. Quote, we are completely uncomfortable with what we have learned about her interactions with the Clinton campaign while she was a CNN contributor. Remember, Donna Brazil worked for CNN, and the first debate question was released through CNN. The network uh, that has been caught colluding with the Hillary campaign and, in their own words, doing everything they can to give Hillary a free ride is implicated just as much as Donna Brazil and has no room to take the high road here. Assuming she is fired from the DNC based on news, it seems likely as she was already fired from CNN, this would be the second head of the DNC to be fired in less than a year due to extremely unethical collusion with Hillary's campaign. The first, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, was hired by Hillary herself after she was fired by the DNC. Maybe Donna Brazil will follow suit. Yeah. But CNN's real news. Yep. Number 17, Hillary campaign praised for shooters in news stories to be white. Quote, damn, better if a guy named Saeed Farouk was reporting that a guy named Christopher Hayes was the shooter. This was the San Bernardino terrorist. I'm just blank after reading that. No words. This is what it says. Mm -hmm. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. 
Number 18, rigging the primaries against Bernie Sanders. All right, everybody that wanted Bernie Sanders, this whole thing's your fault. Sorry, it's your fault. Uh, because you didn't stand up to this cunt. Yeah. You guys didn't fucking scream loud enough. So none of you should be angry at Trump. You should still be angry at Hillary. Let's go through the bullet points. Quote, wondering if there's a good Bernie narrative for a story, which is that Bernie never, ever had his act together, that his campaign was a mess. Specifically, DWS, DNC Chairman Debbie Washerman Schultz, or your DWS, had to call Bernie directly in order to get the campaign to do things because they'd either ignored or forgotten to some to some say something critical, I think is what it's supposed to say. Left out to say. Uh, quote, Bernie is someone who has never been a member of the Democratic Party and has no understanding of what we do. Quote, he isn't going to be president. Quote, uh, I think Florida or Kentucky? West Virginia, yeah. Florida, Kentucky, and West Virginia. Can we get someone to ask his belief? Does he believe in God? Had He, he had skated on saying that he, he has a Jewish heritage. I think he read... He, I think I read he is an atheist. This could make several point, points difference with my peeps. My Southern Baptist peeps would draw a big difference between a Jew and an atheist. Quote, if she outperforms this polling, the Bernie camp will go nuts and allege misconduct. They'll probably campaign regardless, actually. These emails were written by several leaders in the DNC. They are not supposed to take sides, yet they clearly did months before any votes were cast. After the DNC leaks, their leader, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, was fired, but immediately joined the Hillary Clinton campaign. Think about that for a second. Remember, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was placed at the top of the DNC once someone else stepped down. None other than Tim Kaine. That was her running mate, by mm -hmm. the way, those of you that forgot. In a later leak, we learned that Tim Kaine was promised VP a year in advance, so the pieces were put into place to get Hillary nominated. They even tried to attack his belief system. Hillary's campaign has been helped and manufactured since the very beginning. There were statistical anomalies in the primaries. In states with only electronic voting machines, Hillary grossly outperformed exit polls, but when there were paper ballots, paper trail exit polls matched the results. Bernie Sanders activist and process server Sean Lucas served the DNC Services Corp. and Chairman Chairperson Debbie Wasserman Schultz at DNC's headquarters in a fraud class action suit against the Democratic Party on behalf of Bernie Sanders supporters. He was found dead a few weeks later on his bathroom floor. Yeah. Number 19, rigging the primaries against Bernie Sanders. Didn't we just read that one? This is Hillary's team. No, this is, I mean, this is all part of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Bernie, as quote, Bernie and his people have been bitching about superdelegates and the huge percentage that have come out for Hillary. We want Bernie supporters to go home happy and enthusiastic and working their asses off for Hillary. Why not throw Bernie a bone? His people will think they've won, and that's in quotes, something from the party establishment. And it functionally doesn't make any difference anyways. They win, we don't lose, everyone is happy. Quote, I am doing the opposite, repeatedly writing friendly and positive pieces about Bernie as an HRC supporter, and when the time is right, I will have money in the bank with him and his people as a as a liberal to urge them to come out and force to vote for HRC. He was bought and paid for. Yep. Frankly, this is a quote, frankly, I thought it was dumb for McCaskill and Gutierrez to be attacking Bernie. We are going to need his voters to turn out in November for HRC. He won't be nominated. They knew this early on, people. Mm -hmm. uh, quote, through internal discussions, we concluded that it was in our interest to, one, limit the number of debates and then the number and the number in each state. Number two, start the debates as late as possible. 
Number three, keep debates out of the busy window between February 1st and February 27th, Iowa to South Carolina. Number four, create a schedule that would allow the later debates to be canceled if the race is for practical purposes over. The person who wrote the superdelegate rules advises the Clinton campaign how to create an illusion that Bernie people won something so they would work for hard for Hillary after she is nominated. More shocking is the fact that they admit that the superdelegates are undemocratic. This guy flat out admitted that he rigged the system and is proud of that. There was also a man who was acting as a mole for Bernie and writing positive slash negative things about him, then using their reputation to sway Bernie supporters to Hillary. Lastly, we see how to rig the debate schedule to be more favorable to her. One-on-one debates would have to be have been better for Bernie Sanders, so they wanted to avoid that at all costs. They also wanted to limit the number of debates and start them late to minimize the impact of the debates. Hillary is also on audio insulting Bernie supporters by calling them basement dwellers. Everybody that voted wanted Bernie. Mm-hmm. So then said, fuck it, we gotta go for Hillary. Yeah. You bought right into it. Hook, line, and sinker, you fucking morons. Mm-hmm. Hillary, number 20. Hillary was hateful, neglectful, above the law, contemptuous to her security detail, and blatantly disregarded security. Quote, Clinton frequently and blatantly disregarded security and diplomatic protocols. Quote, this frequently resulted in complaints by ambassadors who were insulted and embarrassed by this breach of protocol. Clinton's protocol breaches were well known throughout diplomatic security and were abundant. Quote, Abaddon possessed much more power over Clinton's staff and schedule than any or than other former chiefs of staff, was often responsible for overriding security and diplomatic protocols on behalf of Clinton. Quote, Clinton disregarded security and diplomatic protocols occasionally without regard for the safety of her staff and protection detail in order to gain favorable press. Quote, traveling to Palestine, Clinton ordered the limousine driver to open the window while in, quote, occupied territory, referring to a dangerous area of the West Bank. He initially declined to respond to Clinton's request. However, repeated demands by Clinton forced him to open his window despite the danger to himself and the occupants. Quote, Clinton's treatment of DS agents on her protective detail was so contemptuous that many of them sought reassignment or employment elsewhere. It was difficult to find senior agents willing to work with her. Look at the first link, highlights... Uh, look at the first thing. Seriously, there are way too many to include in the quotes. Just a sheer and utter lack of care for protocol security and uh, the well-being of others. This is the person who people want to be in charge of national security and, and classified documents. Another scary note in this list is the mention of Huma Abedin, Hillary's longtime assistant, possessing much more power and overriding security and protocol on Hillary's behalf. Abedin has been strongly rumored to be Hillary's chief of staff uh, should she be elected. She also has strong ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. So maybe there's people out there saying, well, what difference does it make now because Hillary didn't get elected? Yeah, yeah but the, the cunt is actually planning on running again in 2020. Just really? so you're all clear why we're going over this now. I didn't hear because that. Because she's planning on running again. She has not given up. Yeah. Jesus. It, that's insane, right? This is why all this shit is still coming out because... You can't have this cunt as your president. Mm. As much as people may not like Trump, this is your other option. It's insane. All right, number 21. Clinton Foundation schemed with Big Pharma, keep the price of drug, uh, price of AIDS drugs high in America and no to cheaper generic versions. You want to go over this? Should we start skipping ahead? Yeah, we can skip ahead on that one. That one's not important. I mean, they're literally trying to... Uh, 
prevent you from getting medication for AIDS. Number 22, Democrats created fake Trump grope under the meeting table Craigslist employment ad in May 2016. It's a short one. Quote, like it or not, he may greet you with a kiss on the lips or grope you under the meeting table. End quote. Quote, as long as all the offensive shit is verbatim, I'm fine with it. So, childish behavior from the Hillary people. Hillary wants to help her run the country. Also references groping, which they are trying so hard with the media's help to push forward. The reason this is damning is because it shows they were planning this way back in May. These accusations are not spontaneous. Okay. Number 23, Hillary's camp excited about black teens' murder to help her agenda. Quote, this is great. Quote, Davis was killed by a white man. Disgusting. I wish all Americans would see this. The Democratic strategist drooling over the opportunity to drive a wedge of racial hatred between the races in America to maximize their political advantage. Mm-hmm. We've been saying that for a long time, too. Yep. It's so nice to be vindicated, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, number 24, rigging media polls through oversampling. So all these polls when they was shocked? We never saw this possible. No, if you actually looked at the fucking polls and, like... Alright, let's just go through it. Mm -hmm. I get so irritated because we've been saying all this shit. Quote, I also want to get your Atlas folks to recommend oversamples for our polling before we start in February. Quote, so we can maximize what we get out of our media polling. Quote, for Arizona, research, micro-targeting, and polling projects oversample Hispanics, oversample the Native American population. Does anybody, everybody know what oversampling is? That means, so, if you're, if you're going to pull 100 people, uh, you, you would want roughly 25 of each type right. of thing. Right, Well, instead they do, say, um, 35 Hispanics, 35 Native Americans, so they're oversampling that particular thing, and then... Only a little bit of what they think might be Trump supporters, mm-hmm. basically. Right. It, it, you're oversampling instead of doing equality. Now, here's the thing: they're oversampling. They have to say who, like, what their people they're talking to, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was all there, but nobody ever looks at that. Nobody ever clicks that link to see what's the um, demographics demographics that they're hitting. Mm-hmm. Now, it was all there, so it, it's all out in the open, but nobody looks into that shit. Right. So they oversampled. This is how all your polls were fucked up, and this is how Trump won, too. All your polls were bullshit, because the polls were trying to guide people. Mm-hmm. But if you looked at everything, you'd see it. It's all nonsense. Everything on that side's nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, for Florida, quote, on independence, Tampa and Orlando are better persuasion targets than north or south Florida. Check your polls before concluding this. If there are... Budget questions or oversamples, make sure that Tampa and Orlando are included first. For national, quote, general election benchmark, 800 sample, with potential oversamples in key districts slash regions. Benchmark polling and targeted races with ethnic oversamples is needed. Targeting tracking polls in key races with ethnic oversamples is needed. Quote, the plan includes a possible focus on women. Might be something we want to do is over the sample if we are worried about certain group later in the summer. This is why you see the skewed polls show Clinton plus 12 when other more accurate ones show Trump plus 2. The high Clinton ones oversample Democrats by a huge margin to get desired results. Sometimes 20 to 40% more Democrats are sampled. Many are created by organizations that donate to Hillary, and some are even conducted by her own super PACs. 
They do this to make Republican voters feel discouraged and not come out to vote if they think their candidate will lose. Just look at this example in Arizona. Clinton plus five, but Democrats were oversampled by 34%. That's 58 out of 100 Democrats, 24 out of 100 Republicans. Unfortunately, the colluding media only reports on the final number without reporting on the oversampling. So I just explained. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number 25, Bill Clinton, Inc., how millions of dollars were raised for the Clintons. Blurred lines between personal and foundation money. I think we've covered all that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, about and, that. Clinton cash and stuff. Yep. Number 26, Hillary sold 20% of America's uranium to Russia as SOS. Clinton camp worried that the deal is being investigated. SOS being Secretary of State. Yeah. Um, and that's still current in the news now, with the whole uranium mm-hmm. to Russia, yet... Trump's the one fucking colluding with Russia, yeah. which is complete and utter fucking nonsense. Um, this isn't a smoking gun leak since the Grassley letter was posted publicly, but it shows the Clinton campaign's nervousness about this incredibly damning story being investigated. Uranium One explanation. As Secretary of State, Hillary approved the transfer of 20% of America's uranium holdings to the Russian state-owned firm Uranium One, while nine investors in the deal funneled $145 million to the Clinton Foundation. She literally sold off a rare and prime material used in nukes to a country we are at odds with for cold, hard cash. John Podesta also has ties to Russia exposed through the WikiLeaks, owning 75,000 shares in a Putin-backed energy company. Hmm. It's all Trump, though. Number 27. Hillary is still privately against gay marriage. Oh, yeah, we saw that in the last video we watched of her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's links to her saying this. Uh... It's not hard to find. You can literally go to mm-hmm. YouTube and put in Hillary Clinton against gay marriage. There's tons of shit of her saying that. Number 20, acknowledging radical Islam is a real threat and a serious problem for our future. Number 29, admitting terrorists will infiltrate the Syrian refugee program. Did you tell me when you want to... More information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 30, Hillary's poor health, collapsing memory loss, and drug research. Remember everybody was saying she was falling down? Yeah. Oh, it's nonsense. She's just, uh, you know, got pneumonia. I didn't whatever. think she was going to live that long. I'm surprised she's to, uh, still alive. To be able to run for 2020. She seems to think she will. Well, they probably got her cloned somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, like 15, 15 versions of her laying around, chemically oh, frozen why you right now. to clone that cunt? Because she's going to rule the world. She's the dude in fucking, uh, what's his name? Fucking Hitler. Yeah, yeah. she's the new Hitler. Oh, but Trump's Hitler. They Trump's spin Hitler, that. Dude. They spin that. It's total bullshit, man. Yeah. Um, so, real quick on that whole thing, without reading all these quotes. Uh, her camp knows her health is a serious problem. Also, they are too afraid to ask for Bernie's medical records, knowing Hillary's medical records are much worse. This is why they never asked for Bernie's, because they didn't want him to respond with, well, well let's, let's see, see who was done. Right. Uh, on September 11, 2016, Hillary Clinton collapsed and was unresponsive and had to be dragged into a van while the media tried to hide it until a citizen journalist posted the video on YouTube. You remember watching that? No. I showed you. You don't remember. Uh, it's out there. It's easy to find. Um, click on the fucking yeah. blue words. But. Hillary Clinton also sent her executive staff in the State Department to help get information on Provigil, a controlled drug that is prescribed for patients suffering from Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and multiple sclerosis. It's also used to help such patients stay awake and stop extended bouts of sleep. 
Hillary Clinton also reached out to the NFL commissioner in 2012 to ask for advice on her cracked head and head injuries. This head injury led to a major blood clot near her brain and put her out of work for several months. This injury has prevented her from remembering several things, including, she claims, several meetings as Secretary of State, among other things. We also see several references to needing a podium to lean on for a two-minute speech, making speeches shorter on her or her not being able to walk around because of her health. She also has had extreme coughing fits where she is unable to speak for minutes at a time during rallies. Number 31, Hillary took money from foreigners for campaign. That's illegal. We talked about that already. Number 32, Hillary says climate change activists should get a life. Last year, environmentalists probed Hillary Clinton for renouncing fossil fuels, and this is how she responded to them. Yet another example of private versus public positions on policy. Hillary is a pro-fracking, calls it a gift, despite what she publicly says. Fracking again? Hmm? What's fracking again? Uh, the um, the whole oil thing for energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Number 34, referring to a shadow government that protects Hillary. Let's see here. This is interesting. Um, quote, there was a powerful group of very high-ranking state officials that some referred to as the seventh floor group or the shadow government. Obama slams crazy conspiracy theories while the FBI's own docs literally say a shadow government protects Hillary. Mm-hmm. Obama and Hillary say it is a conspiracy theory to believe in a rigged system after saying the system is rigged. They say it is a conspiracy theory to believe in voter and election fraud, yet we have video proof of high-level Democrats talking about how they commit voter fraud as well as voting machines changing votes from Trump to Hillary, leading to counties admitting into the errors and using safer paper ballots, and electronic voting machines owned by companies and elites paying Hillary Clinton money with past ties to election fraud. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lists of reporters that Hillary... This is number 35 that Hillary wined and dined, including biggest journalists and pundits of CNN, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, New York Times, and a lot more, off the record. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to go through that. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. Uh, uh, num- Whoa. How do we go from 30... 30- I don't know. This is 35. Now we jumped to 64 somehow. What the fuck? We missed, like, fucking 30 right in the middle there. Yeah. Um, maybe those... I don't know. Number 64. Entire interview with MSNBC's Chris Hayes is staged reading word for word. So it's literally a fucking script. Huh. It almost feels like because we're missing that 30, there's like, we took a weird jump. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. To like our topic all of a sudden. That's odd. That is very strange, dude. Um... But, I mean, you could probably go to WikiLeaks and see all these yourself. But anyways, we're just trying to hit the bullet points, so I guess I'm okay with the jumping. Number 65, Hillary Clinton stole furniture from the State Department. She also stole from, from the, the White, White House, House yeah. as well. Um, uh, number 66, Hillary told Tim Kaine back in July 2015 he would be VP. We kind of covered that yeah. earlier. Number 67, Hillary tweaks her policies based on donors' wants. Yeah, we seen a video on that too mm-hmm. I don't know what we were doing but we talked about that too um, 
Here, just I'll just read this one part. These leaks prove that Hillary will do anything for money regardless of morals. Her staff even comments often about how worrisome it is. She takes money from countries who, under Sharia law, kill gay people, enslave women, and persecute Christians, but turns a blind eye to it as long as she gets paid. She changes her policies based on who gives her what. She sells U.S. assets to countries who donate to pay-to-play. In pay-to-play schemes, what a mess. Number 68, go through all the emails and pull the official ones. That's a quote. Um, let's see here. They know it is illegal and unethical, but do it anyways. Uh, this guy, Tom, I think it's Tom Nides, or John Pines, also admits that the White House uses unsecure email accounts as well. Um Man, keep burping. It says I'm talking and breathing in all that air. Number 69, Hillary sends U.S. intelligence and war plans to Podesta's hacked email. Anyone could easily hack this intelligence information, especially as Podesta's password was password. This is what why government personnel, especially the top brass, need to go through proper secure channels, a.k.a. Government 101. Why is that fucking guy have his password as password? We should go fucking put his email and see if it's still password. He did that so they could easily hack it. Yeah. It's stupid. Hey, I'm going to put password to password in two weeks. Go ahead and hack my email and have all our yeah. national plans in there. Well, password's probably the first fucking thing most hackers would try. Mm-hmm. Because it's very simple. Mm-hmm. And who would honestly think anybody would be dumb enough to use that? Like, if, okay, if you're in that position, wouldn't you think? would you think if I said... Hillary's email is this, and her password is password. You'd be like, you're an idiot. Why would you? But yet it's probably password. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you could tell somebody that, and they wouldn't believe it, because mm-hmm. it seems so silly. Uh, number 70, Hillary's team admits to knowing of classified material and emails. But how many times did we hear splashed all over the news how there was no classified information in there? Yep. There's proof that they all knew. Number 71, NBC NBC colluded with the Clinton campaign. Of course, number 72, avoiding the press because of tough questions. Number 73, Clinton Foundation did not pay for the services they received. Number 74, illegally coordinated with Priorities USA, a super PAC funded by George Soros. This guy's like a fucking turd that won't flush yeah, that George Soros. Or 75, conflict of interest bill was personally paid and received gifts from CGI sponsors. What's CGI again? Uh, Clinton Global Initiative. Oh, okay. All right there. Yep. Hmm. Um, number 76, man who ran Bill Clinton, Inc. I'm also starting, this is cool, I'm also starting to worry that if this story gets out, we are screwed. And this is discussing the... Uh, Oh, let's see. This is more discussion on the infamous Doug Band memo about Tenio, which revealed corruption and inurement by the Clintons. Uh, they were using charity to personally enrich themselves to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. Doug is worried that if the story gets out, Tenio, the company involved in the scheme, will have to be shut down completely. Hmm. 77. Podesta illegally has access to top-secret information. The question is, why does Podesta have a top secret clearance? He's not clearance. Why he's not holding a government position? Mm-hmm. Number seventy-eight. Podesta connects to unsecure network where anyone could access classified files. 
the quote is, yes, inbox finally opened up. I should never connect to Amtrak Wi-Fi. Seems to always screw things up. <laughs> he holds a top-secret clearance and conducts official campaign business on unsecure Amtrak Wi-Fi. These are the people Hillary will trust to secure our secrets once in office. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Number 79, Hillary's speechwriters, quote, I don't mind the backs of dead Americans because we need a bit of moral outrage. Number 80, admitting Hillary failed foreign policy. <laughs> Number 81, the AP colluding with the Hillary campaign. Number 82, Hillary camp using propaganda. Number 83, Hillary's camp says she has a character problem and is arrogant. Number 84, staging fake anti-Trump protests conspiring with Univision CEO. Univision, it's for you Mexicans out there. Mm-hmm. Number 85, meeting to go over Cheryl Mills' testimony to FBI slash Congress. Number 86, journalists talk strategy with Clinton staff and ask for permission to write article. Jesus Christ. Number 87, violating campaign finance law. Isn't that what... Uh Dinesh D'Souza did? Yeah. yeah. He got fucking jail time. All right, so here's the quote on that one. Let's just, because it's quick. Quote, I'm swinging way above my weight class here, and I'm 100% sure this out of protocol. Uh, I'm trying to land the campaign a big fat whale that can give between $100,000 to maybe $1 million if their ego can be reassured that they won't be just treated, uh, quote, just like any other donor. With your permission... Can I CC you in an email to these guys? I work with Haim Saban's political director on these same guys. If it's 100% inappropriate, I understand. End quote. Haim Saban is the owner of Univision, who has been working with Hillary as revealed through the leaks. Radiate proof that correct the record, Super PAC, is directly coordinated with the Hillary campaign against federal campaign law. Number 89, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg in direct contact with the Hillary campaign. That's interesting. Quote, he is particularly interested in meeting people who could help him understand how to move the needle on the specific public policy issues he cares most about. On the specific, okay. He wants to meet folks who can inform his understanding about effective political operations to advance public policy goals. So they're basically saying he wants to learn how to bribe people. Mark mm-hmm. Zuckerberg has been very outspoken about Trump and his wall idea when he himself is building a large wall around his mansion. Facebook also manipulates its trending stories to not show pro-Trump slash anti-Hillary articles or trends, and even censors videos against Hillary. The censorship is well known and has reduced Facebook's integrity tenfold. Pro-Trump stories with hundreds of thousands of mentions are deleted to allow room for anti-Trump articles with less than a thousand mentions. Happens literally daily. Unfortunately, this is the case across Twitter, YouTube, Google, and Reddit as well, and why it seems like at times more support Hillary despite Trump getting 30,000 at his rallies and Hillary getting 200. They are in the tank for Hillary. So, everybody loves Facebook. You wonder why it seems as though Trump's not, uh, everybody's against him and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because it's all bullshit. It's all being fed in a fucking way to make you think that. It's the illusion. Telling the narrative. Yeah, it's an illusion. It's all fucking bullshit. Uh, number 90, Hillary's team working with hundreds of MSM news pundits. So basically everybody that's mainstream media. Mm-hmm. They're all fucking, 
in cohorts with them. Yeah, there you go. Number 91, admitting Obamacare isn't working. This is a big thing right now. Um, quote, it is becoming painfully clear that many of these plans underpriced their original premium as they assumed a broader, healthier risk pool. I'm going to read all of this because it's topical right Yeah, now. go ahead, go ahead. Quote, the ACA enrollment by the end of 2016 is projected by HHS to be less than half, that's 10 million of the 20 million Americans that CBO has projected to be in the exchange by that time. This is likely due to the lack of affordability for many Americans over 250% of poverty who are getting little to no tax credit subsidy and or because they perceive the high deductible benefit to be not worth it and are either unaware of mandate penalty or prefer it to enter entire premium payment. This is something most people know, but just another example of her campaign putting out one thing to pander to for votes, but secretly believe in another thing. It's also now been announced that the Obamacare will go up for everyone by an average of 25% next year, and in many cases, upwards of 80%. Hillary promises to keep the disastrous Obamacare and even once referred to it as Hillary Care. Wow. And there's a, a link to the video of her saying that. Number 92, Hillary tries to hide her tiny rallies. This one's funny to me, so I'm going to read it. Quote, less than 100 people, no cell phones, no press, over 100 people, yes, cell phones, and one print pooler will be escorted in for her remarks only and then escorted out, no TV cameras, end quote. That's what it says in one of the fucking emails. Quote, stories on South Carolina, including empty seats at event and closed office, end quote. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know Hillary events have small crowds, but we... Now we know many of the Hillary campaign events were so small that the following policy was proposed. That's right, they are talking about confiscating mobile devices so the embarrassingly small crowds of under 100 people could never be reported. Complete artificial manufactured reality. How many of you fucking idiots out there bought into that, though? Yep. (laughs) Number 93, Hillary had a mole working on Biden's team. That's interesting. Earlier leaks revealed Clinton's staff had moles on Elizabeth Warren's team. Seems they had one in Biden's camp as well. Someone who helped to destroy Biden in return for a position. Ron Klain. What the fuck that is. Number 94, John Oliver caught colluding with Hillary's campaign. You know who John Oliver is? No. He's on The Daily Show. He's one of of those guys on there. Um, Let's see. Mr. John, quote, I hate corruption. Oliver... Uh, doing business with the most corrupt charity on the face of the planet. Shocker, John Oliver works for HBO. HBO is owned by Time Warner. Time Warner donates to Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton owns John Oliver. Mm. Number 95, politicals Glenn Thrush, colluding with Hillary's campaign, admits to being a hack. Quote, sorry to bother, because I have become a hack, I will send you the whole section that pertains to you. Please don't share or tell anyone I did this. Tell me if I fucked up anything. Uh, if you remember when we would play those uh, SNL bits mm-hmm. with uh, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. as Sean Spicer, and they'd always go to Glenn Thrush. Mm-hmm. That's who they're. That's who this guy is. Gotcha. He admits to being a hack. Uh, he sends a huge part of the article to, to John Podesta, absolutely disgraceful. Podesta approves the section, of course, which showed him in a very positive light to begin with. Don't worry, Glenn Thrush of the Politico. I'm sure Podesta won't tell anyone you did this. Number mm-hmm. ninety six. We are finishing up the next round of TV scripts. 
unclear if it is Hillary who will be scripted or if the mainstream media will be scripted. I'm thinking both, as has been proven in the leaks above many times. Number 97, the Huffington Post colluded with Hillary. Of course. Um, that's so crazy. Number 98, Clinton campaign memorized their email cover-up script. <laughs> um, quote, feel free to circulate these. We've been circulating this on background as an aid and the additional points below on deep background. End quote. This email shows all the talking points her team needs to learn as they will be questioned on her crimes soon. The notes in here are filled with complete lies, however. It has a link right to it. Number 99, heavy press collusion over Cuba and Hillary's health. Quote, the media, pr- er, uh, the media, the print stories on Cuba will largely be pre-written in the morning based on excerpts, or excerpts <laughs> that we are providing tonight. Dan has gotten HR... See sign-off on them already for this purpose. The reporters will do some tidying up of the stories as the speech is delivered slash completed, but they will largely be filed as she goes on. Blatant media collusion. Number 100. Obama picked people in his administration from the suggestion list of Citibank advisor slash Wall Street shill. It's a little weird why uh, well, we're missing thirty. so many of those in the middle are on this page. I wonder if they uh, did that to, like, make the fucking page shorter or... Because we didn't skip over any. It literally goes from 35 to 60... What, 4? 65. 64. So 29. Yeah. It's weird. Um, the point is... There's, there's your. So you didn't want to go through all the fucking WikiLeaks to see what everybody was talking about. There it is in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, so there's that. Do your own fucking research. There's plenty to uh, research. But anybody that wanted to say that we were fucking crazy or it was all non- it nonsense, yeah. there it is. It's all there. Um, the other thing I find interesting, since uh, we're kind of like kind of. That was mainly about Hillary through, like, right. all the hacks with the CIA and all that. Right. Uh, another thing. Two CIA agents arrested by Minutemen while crossing Mexican border with 1,300 pound, 1300 pounds of cocaine. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, this is uh, in El Paso, right down there by the border, or on the border. A group of Minutemen watching the Mexican border for illegal migrants and drug traffickers have proceeded to the citi- proceeded to citizen the okay the citizen arrest of two men in an SUV carrying 1,300 pounds of cocaine. The volunteers were completely astonished when the two arrestees pulled out CIA ID cards and explained they were actually carrying the drug as part of their duties and that the cargo belonged to the Central Intelligence Agency. The incident took place last night in the Chihuahuan Desert. That's a Chihuahuan desert near the Texan city of El Paso. A group of seven Minutemen saw a large black SUV drive rapidly across the border. Literally just drive across. They chased the vehicle in their own trucks and achieved to immobilize it after a chase of more than 15 miles. Jesus. So these motherfuckers were chasing CIA guys. Yeah. Uh, The vigilantes arrested the two men on board and called the Border Patrol who proceeded to search the vehicle. They discovered dozens of packages of cocaine totaling an incredible 600 and 18.4 18.4 kilograms. That's 1,363 pounds. 
The search of the vehicle revealed 36 packages of cocaine, all marked with the symbol of the Sinaloa cartel, representing a black scorpion. That's the uh, El Chapo mm-hmm. guys. Um, the two men claimed to be CIA operatives based in Mexico and explained that the drug was actually part of an operation of the agency. They presented identity cards that seemed to validate their claim, but the CIA spokesperson, Dean Boyd, has officially denied any link between the organization and the two men. Wow. Well, how the fuck did you get the ID cards then? Mm-hmm. Uh, the CIA doesn't, this is a quote, the CIA doesn't take part in drug smuggling operations at the U.S.-Mexican border, end quote, said uh, Boyd. Uh, I do not I quote. I do not know for now if the men are actually affiliated to the agency in any way, but I can tell you the cocaine doesn't belong to the CIA. End quote. All right. I just want to remind everybody that the uh, Iran Contra that was all CIA and mm-hmm. they were drug running. Yep. Uh, now they try and say that those were individuals that work for the CIA doing it on their own, but bullshit. Okay. Uh, also, the uh, Gary Webb guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was reporting on, and that's what he was killed. Oh, no, he shot himself twice in the head because that's yes. fucking possible. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it literally, you roll your eyes at some of this shit. How yeah. can they actually think people are stupid enough to believe it? But people do. That's what was the, the movie called? What was it? Uh, Kill the Messenger. Yeah. Go watch that if you don't think the CIA ever ran drugs because they admitted it. Basically. Good movie. Check it out. Uh, continue. Both the Border Patrol officers and Minutemen seemed unconvinced, however and many of them seem to believe that the Secret Service Agency is hiding something. The U.S. Customs Services have even announced a thorough investigation to try and verify the two men's story. Quote, both of them had valid uh, accredi- accreditation. 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 That doesn't sound right. I think you said it right. Uh, anyways, and a receipt for their cargo. A receipt for the fucking cocaine, mm-hmm. says Sean Francis Miller, spokesman of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection for the El Paso sector. Quote, what drug dealer in his right mind de- demands a receipt for 1,300 pounds of cocaine? There is really something strange about these guys, and we believe the CIA possibly knows more than what it is ready to admit. End quote. Yeah, you don't, no fucking drug dealer gives a goddamn receipt. Right. And I've bought lots of drugs in my, no, I'm kidding. I have. I've never once gotten a receipt. <laughs> well, you don't, because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Why would you have a paper mm-hmm. trail? Unless the paper trail's for fucking... There's reason for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean? it's, All right. It's and, like evidence. you got to have a chain yeah, of command. And, and what drug dealer is going to fucking issue a goddamn mm-hmm. receipt? Yeah, for that They're kind of, incriminating yeah. themselves. Why would you do that? Well, mm-hmm. you, you're not incriminating yourself if it's with a fucking government uh, agency. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something owed back to those guys. I bet you that's why. All right. The custom services have confirmed that the two men who can't be identified due to the Intelligence Identities and Protection Act of 1982 did carry valid CIA identifications and that the vehicle was indeed registered as a service vehicle of the organization. So, CIA, you can't, can't then say they don't admit for or it, say yeah. that they don't work for you and mm-hmm. then it, uh, you don't own the drugs. Well, if you got motherfuckers that are working for you that are doing it, you own the drugs in a way. Mm-hmm. Weird roundabout way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two men remain under the custody of the customer services at the moment and are still being interrogated in a facility near El Paso. They are facing charges of possessing, trafficking, and importing illegal drugs and could face other criminal charges once the investigation is over. Both the FBI and the DEA have announced that they would collaborate with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection on this case, which was which has already has already attracted a lot of attention in southern Texas. So... The question here is, does the CIA say, uh, 
Sorry, guys, you're fucked. Yeah, and and basically cut all ties with them, or are these guys valuable enough that they're willing to go to bat and cover it up? They want it to be quiet, probably, then it's easier to cover up, mm-hmm. and then these guys go on desk job for a couple years. Uh, uh, I'm guessing those guys are already dead. Well, do you, that's the thing. Do you kill them? I mean, are they... You know what I mean? It's okay. interesting. But these, uh, these Minutemen... So Minutemen are basically like... Um, the equivalent of like ex military, mm-hmm. ex uh, whatever, yeah. and they kind of start their own little thing. Mm-hmm. Since we didn't fucking put like we don't, we won't hire more border patrol or whatever to go down there. These guys kind of do it on their own time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Texas is a fucking wrong place to be doing that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And the CIA, by the way, is not supposed to be working within this country. Correct. So the moment they try drive across the border from Mexico to the United States, they're, they're illegal anyway. Illegal. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is illegal. Mm-hmm. And not that. Not to say that the drug trafficking isn't illegal already. Right. That's illegal in Mexico too. Mm-hmm. So, but their whole point of the CIA is to do shit illegal in other countries. Right. Not for our. our country's advantage. Mm-hmm. But don't want they. But they're not to operate within the United States borders. Hmm. It's so fucking retarded. It is crazy. I've done too much research on the CIA. Everything they do is a fucking a disaster. Everything. They're so corrupt. It's amazing. Right. Uh, this one scares the fuck out. Remember of me, we dude. talked about Michael Hastings yeah, a while back. Yeah, I read Dave. the t- title. That one scares yeah. me, dude. Well, well, I'm gonna scare anybody else that gives a shit should be scared too. WikiLeaks: CIA can hack cars to carry out undetectable assassinations, just like Michael Hastings. So we watched that with joy, yep. with the videos, and we talked about it all and all that shit. Let's read the little article here, and then we'll wrap this motherfucker up. Award-winning journalist Michael Hastings garnered international acclaim for coverage of the Iraq War and had established a comfortable career with BuzzFeed, GQ, and Rolling Stone when his life abruptly ended in a fiery car crash. One car crash, sorry. Under such suspicious circumstances, a prominent national security official claimed it was consistent with a car cyber attack. Quote, there is reason to believe that intelligence agencies for major powers, end quote, including the United States, have developed the technology to remotely seize control of a vehicle. Former U.S. National Coordinator for Security, Infrastructure Protection, and Counterterrorism Richard A. Clark told Huffington Post shortly after Hastings' death in June 2013. Quote, what has been revealed as a result of some research at universities is that it's relatively easy to hack your way into the control system of a car and to do such things as cause acceleration when the driver doesn't want to want acceleration, to throw on the brakes when the driver doesn't want the brakes on, to launch an airbag, Clark continued. All right, end quote, Clark continued. Uh, you can do some really highly destructive things now through hacking a car, and it's not that hard. That's another quote. Now, with WikiLeaks' release of the voluminous cache of a central intelligence agency documents known as Vault 7, it seems Clark has been proven correct. Quote, as of October 2014, the CIA was also looking at infecting the vehicle control systems used by modern cars and trucks. End quote. WikiLeaks writes, quote, the purpose of such control is not specified, but it would permit the CIA to engage in nearly undetectable assassinations. Unquote. Now, they're not supposed to be doing any assassinations. There's, mm-hmm. uh, like these global fucking agreements and laws that they CIA will not because it used to back in Castro's days right. and all that they used right. to be okay. Well, they made a fucking thing 
saying we're not doing assassinations anymore. But do you honestly believe they stopped? Hell no. Come on. Uh, a number of inconsistencies and questions will surround, still surround the journalist's sudden demise despite the official ruling of accidental, but perhaps the CIA revelations offer the most feasible explanation. I don't need to read those because... Uh, a neighbor eyewitness, eyewitness to the peculiar crash, Jordana Thigpen, what a weird last name, right. told LA Weekly Hastings had been acting erratically, convinced helicopters frequently... Uh, he was convinced helicopters frequently nearby were spying on him and told her his Mercedes had been meddled with in the days just prior to his death. Uh, quote, he was scared, end quote, Thigpen told uh, the publication, quote, and he wanted to leave town, end quote. Friends of Hastings, Hastings uh, concurred with the assessment. He'd appeared increasingly agitated and tense just before the putative accident and worried the government had been spying on him. In the pre-dawn hours on June 18, 2013, Hastings' Mercedes was captured on CCTV and witnessed by a few people f- flying at top speed through the Hancock Park area of Los Angeles, leaving a trail of sparks and flames before slamming directly into a palm tree and exploding into flames. Burned beyond recognition, the medical examiner identified the 33-year-old journalist through a fingerprint match in the FBI database. Although trace recreational substances were detected in Hastings' system, uh, the coroner found that could not have impaired the driver or caused the accident. So, must have been a beer mm-hmm. or something, recreational substance. I wonder what that was exactly. Maybe weed. Maybe. To calm him, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not enough to impair him. One security video purportedly showed a large flash of bright light occur prior to impact. On an account backed by a witness who told San Diego News 6 an explosion came before the car hit the trees, leading some to believe the car had been purposefully blown up. Quote, an explosion before impact which would show, which would slow down the vehicle would explain the minimal damage observed on the palm tree. End quote. Jerome Corsi wrote for WND. Quote, other physical evidence at the crash site is also not consistent with a high-speed, out-of-control impact. End quote. Yeah, if you hit it fucking impact, wouldn't something happen to the tree? Mm-hmm. There's hardly anything yeah. done to the tree. To understand why the CIA would have interest in the targeted assassination of a journalist, it's necessary to understand the impact an uncensored, transparent press can have on those in power. Hastings rose to prominence with reporting on the Iraq War for Newsweek, but it was an expose for Rolling Stone in 2010, the runaway general, on General Stanley McChrystal, commander of NATO's International Assistance Security Force in the Afghanistan War, that earned the George Polk Award that uh, and ultimately cost the general his career. Beyond McChrystal and the military, Hastings had grown sh- sharply critical of the Obama administration and the Democratic Party and developed a decided consternation for and preoccupation with the U.S. government's surveillance of journalists. In fact, Hastings' last article for BuzzFeed bore the title why Democrats love to spy on Americans. He summarized, Besides Senators Ron Wyden and Mark Udall, most Democrats abandoned their civil liberty positions during the age of Obama with a new leak investigation looming. The Democrat leadership are now being forced to confront all the secrets they've tried to hide. End quote. Whether a covert government operation to seize control of Hastings' vehicle actually took place will almost certainly never be known but that the CIA discussed improvements to the same technology in 2014 indicates it would have been available. 
Hastings tried to warn the nation about infringements against the free press by the insidious network of agencies ostensibly as tasked with maintaining national security. But did he pay the ultimate cost? Quote, So if there were a cyber attack on the car, and I'm not saying there was, I think whoever did it would probably get away with it. That's from uh, Clark, the security official. That's what he told HuffPo. So, in the WikiLeaks shows. Mm-hmm. They were interested in pursuing uh, the ability to take over cars for undetectable assassinations. Yet, they're not allowed to do assassinations. Right. And they're not allowed to work They're on not allowed to do assassinations on other countries, leaders, or people. Right. They're not even supposed to be working in the United that's States. That's what I just said, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's I'm, I'm trying to hammer home that you can't do assassinations according to this international law in other countries, let alone here. Like, the whole point of this is to do undetectable secret assassinations. So you never stop the assassinations. So the whole international law is bullshit. Yep. You don't even fucking abide by it. And keep in mind, if you go look up any, do any, you, in the first ten minutes of doing research on the CIA, you should see that their whole point of their organization is to do illegal shit in other countries. Mm-hmm. That's the point of them. They're supposed to break laws in other countries. Yeah. For the ad, uh, the advantage of the United States. Mm-hmm. For spying, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it's, I don't understand how this shit, like, can just get not, Acknowledged or just whatever, you know what I mean? Like people just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. like we just you can go read this shit and, and everybody go back to watching football. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's fine, but it's crazy that all this shit's going on and nobody really knows about it. And now I'm going to go on Facebook and and post this anti-Trump thing. This isn't pro-Trump fucking podcast here. We're not trying to push Trump. What I'm trying to say is, all these people that are so against him, all the media and all this, it's all bullshit. And when are people going to open their eyes and and just stop watching? Just stop acknowledging. Everything you're posting that's against this guy who's trying to fix it, keep in mind, all of these organizations, just because Hillary didn't get elected, they're still in fucking collusion against him. It's not stopped. It won't. It's just He's the president, and the CIA is still against him. He's got organizations that are against him. Why are people so against him? Because he doesn't fit their narrative. So, if... It, it, it drives me nuts that people still are posting shit on social media that's against him. I understand. I don't give a fuck. If, 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 if people don't like him, they cannot like him. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to what's actually going on, go to WikiLeaks. I mean, we just did a, a fucking hour and a half exposing the, the system that you are, you people out there continue to buy into. Yep. Literally, every single thing that comes out of CNN. I don't give a fuck if it's a, a story on a dog who saved a fucking firefighter. It's bullshit. I yep. guarantee you there's something yep. bullshit about it. Because they're so fucking untrustworthy. Yep. They're, like, it, all the things we talked about in every single fucking mainstream media is in bed with the Clintons. Clintons, Obama. They're all mm-hmm. bad. And how, how can anybody sit here and actually have a fucking logical argument? This is why I can't find anybody to do it. Because if as soon as you start firing facts at them, they have nothing then. Mm-hmm. So then it's, you're racist. 
Yeah. You're sexist because you yeah. don't like her. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yes. And I maintain, if if I'm talking about something and you say, oh, you're racist because of it, who's the racist? Who saw any kind of racist thing in that? You did. So you must be the racist, mm-hmm. not me. If I say there's a difference between white people and black people, that doesn't make me racist. But if you say, well, that's racist to say that, takes one to know one. Right? Yes. So you're racist because you said that. Not me. Right. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah, like I agree. Because they're the ones playing the race card, yeah. I mean, to all these fucking idiots out there that like to do that, it irritates me too. I mean, we've done race things mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. uh, on this network. But I don't want to get into all that because it's a great divider. And I think there's need to be a uniter. But you got to open your eyes, people. Yep. It's so frustrating. We can only hear so much. Yeah, I don't understand how CNN and things like these organizations can even still be operating. When there's so much proof showing how everything they do is bullshit and illegal. Like, it's insane to me. How is Hillary and Bill not in prison? How How is this still... How? I don't get it, dude. What's the answer, Dave? There isn't one, man. How do you put this cunt in prison when there's you can't because she hundreds owns. and hundreds and hundreds she of owns. thousands of fucking things that in, literally would indict her if I did a quarter of what she did. You'd be in jail Dude, forever. I, I, yeah, I would never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. There's no way because she owns like the judges and shit and the police. The key is getting dirt on everybody. You get enough dirt on everybody, you can fucking blackmail You can do whatever everybody. you want, yep. And you can do whatever you want except for run the country because you lost the election. Yeah, because uh, there was enough people that saw through the bullshit. But if you ask CNN, they're shocked because the poll numbers, yeah, the the, polls, the poll numbers yeah. that you fucking faked and oversampled and, and lied about, mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't shocked, but they had to appear shocked. Yep. And it's still continuing to this day. Mm-hmm. So irritating, dude. It is, dude. I wish, I just wish people would, if more people would just start spreading all this WikiLeaks shit everywhere, the way they fucking spread every anti-Trump or anti-whatever thing. It's not about Republican or Democrat, because I even see that as a divider. Mm-hmm. It's about truth and fake yep. and bullshit. Mm-hmm. If everybody just started pushing this shit, well, the problem is, is you push it, and then they fucking censor it anyways. Okay. They'll, well, they'll take it out, and they won't trend it. And if, exactly. And that you sucks. I mean? But if you get enough people doing it, at some point, they can't get everything, I don't think. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way to do it. There may be. And at that, that point, but if, if you got, if each, let's say if we got everybody on the network to do it, mm-hmm. and then they got everybody on their friends list to do it. And so on and so forth. Within twenty minutes, you know how many people you could reach. Yeah, and they could shut half of those down. But then you do it again, and you do it again. And if you get enough people to do it, and they shut, eventually they're gonna have to just turn off your Facebook. And then you go to Twitter, and you blast there. Eventually, they'll shut that down. So then you go to whatever other social media. I mean, text. Are they gonna stop you from texting a link? Emailing a link. I'm sure now we're talking a level of fucking mm-hmm. 
insanity mm-hmm. of level of trying to shut you down. Like the point is, you can get the information to people. It's just, do you really want? Do you really care enough? No. But by God, we'll tell everybody to watch Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. We'll get that message out there. Everybody already knows Walking Dead's on. You don't need to fucking tell people that you're watching. We already know you're watching. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. We don't push these things that matter. Mm-hmm. We push the things that don't matter. Yeah. And all that, Walking Dead, and shit like that has been created to distract, distract you so that you don't worry about this shit. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to make this your life, but, you know, because I enjoy lots of things other than this. But it's there. It irritates me. The more people, some people are distracted by such nonsense. But I feel like we've been vindicated, or at least me. Yeah, no, I agree. Everything that we've been talking yeah. about that, you know, oh, it could just be our conspiracy theories. Well, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's all quotes. It's all shit that came right from these fucking people's mouths. It's kind of nice to, in a way, be yeah. vindicated, but yet still be ignored. Yep, can't dispute that shit. So, it's nice, but it sucks at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a win, but it's also a loss. Yes. So until next time. Thanks, eh? There you have it. Do you have a thought, an opinion, a suggestion, a comment, a complaint, a frustration, anything and everything? You can email me. Thinktankpod at gmail.com. I'll say that one more time. Thinktankpod at gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if Whatever it is you need to tell me or send me can be done in 140 characters or less, then you can just tweet it at me. At the Think Tank Pod. Yeah, it's that symbol. I'm not going to repeat that one, though. Um, so go do that. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Always curious what my, uh, my amazing listeners have to say their opinions, their uh, comments, complaints, suggestions, topics for future shows. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, sponsors. Real quick. TheAryMan.com, sponsor tab, Amazon banner. Buy whatever you're going to buy. Oh, fuck market. Buy whatever you're going to buy. They kick us back some percentage. I'll stay with the podcast. Thanks to you them. It's win, win, win. Go do it. PhoenixBeardOils.com Buy whatever you're going to buy. During checkout on the promo code D2R. Get 10% off on a free sample. That'll do it for me. We don't have next week recorded, so I can't tell you what it's going to be. But I'm sure it'll be amazing. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>
And everything is going to the beat. And everything is going to the beat. And everything is going to the Thanks for listening.